I hate what we nominate as Oscar films. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. Every year we go through this charade where Hollywood pats Hollywood on the back, and they put up these Oscar films. They put up these noble, brilliant films, these slow-moving, boring films that everybody has to pretend were really inspirational for the year. This year they have a bunch of movies I've never even heard of. No movies came out this year. What are we doing? What are we nominating? And then I look and it's all these like, oh, the studios got together, even though they couldn't release any of the movies they wanted to release. They wanted to release a new Mission Impossible. They wanted to release a new Godzilla movie, but they still decided like, well, we're still going to fund these long-winded, highbrow movies that nobody's going to watch because we still want to win an Oscar. Even though nobody watched films this year, except Disney Plus tried to charge us for Mulan and we were like no we just stuck with Netflix but this highbrow stuff this is the film of the year oh this is the best film of the year no it's we're not those people we watch things like Ant-Man and the Wasp and I'm talking ticket sales I'm not talking about what I watch or what you watch I'm talking about America in general Pirates of the Caribbean 5 sold more tickets than La La Land why are we pretending that these are the greatest films of the no they're not oh it's because there's a deeper meaning and they teach you a message well At work, we all have to watch sexual harassment training videos. Those aren't up for Oscars. I'm not saying they're not good movies, but it's not how we as a theater-growing society spend our money. Like, come Oscar time, everybody all of a sudden wants to be Fraser Crane. And, oh, did you catch the Spotlight Cinema's engaging talkback about the music of Moonlight being more of a dialogue than the script? No! We all went to see the Emoji Movie! We went to see Lego Batman! We didn't go see Moonlight. We're not highbrow, we just want entertainment. And best editing, they don't even give best editing to the best edited thing. Like, the best edited thing would be like Avengers Infinity War, where it's tons of different special effects and tons of scenes coming together and all edited together. That's what should be best editing, but no, it always seems they give best editing to it. It's like the third runner-up for best picture. They're like, oh, well... Mm, you almost had it, the aviator, but we'll give you best editing instead. It didn't have the best editing. I hate the way we select Oscar films, and that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call... What's got your goat? You have a big day coming up tomorrow. I have a big day tomorrow. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to be in the background. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's a lofty goal. Very exciting. I'm going to be in the background of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, you're going to be on Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Yes. Well, hopefully, right? We don't know what the end result will be, but I will be on set. But how exciting. You're going to be on set. Yes. This is very exciting. I know. I'm so excited. And I love the show. So I'm just super excited to see how it all works. And Who doesn't love a show about a strong female comedian? I know. Like this one that you're hosting. Well, yeah, exactly. That's great. Yes. I have a big day tomorrow. I'll be driving a truck. Yes. You will also have a big day tomorrow. Yeah. No, just small. I'm just doing a tiny job. To, it's not a dignified job. Whoa. 
you know, someone needs to do that job. Someone does. Yes. 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 Someone so needs it's to do fine. that job. I don't mind it. There's, I mean, there's no problem with it, but it's, it's nothing to talk about. Well, yeah, I guess. Cause you're like, well, well, I guess it is something to talk about. Cause you would say that I left the house today. Well, sure. But I mean, you know, it's like if somebody says, oh, I'm an accountant, you don't ask follow-up questions. There's mm-hmm. no like, oh, oh, so tell me about your day today. I mean, like, oh, um, it was mainly Excel and spreadsheets. <laughs> Um, right. Some adding, a little bit of subtracting. I have asked accountants what they do before. Okay. Because I've been curious. Interesting stories? Mm, no. Okay. Because I don't think I remembered any of them. Yeah. yeah. So not that that's not a dignified job. It's just not, right. you know. Not it's, memorable. Not, not podcast interesting worthy. Right. Yeah. But speaking of podcast interesting, yeah. we were interviewed this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We had a big week. We appeared on someone else's podcast. Yes. Pods Like Us. Pods Like Us in- did an expose on Grumble Goat. Oh my gosh. We're so fancy. Yeah. If you guys want to learn about Grumble Goat behind the scenes, check out Pods Like Us. I'm not sure when it's coming out. I think he's yes. on a break right now. So yes, it might be a few weeks. And yes, we do a little thunder round of grumbles, which we have, is really fun. Grumble thunder. Grumble thunder. It's a lightning round of grumbles. That's what it is. Yeah. Lightning round of yeah, grumbles. Yeah, that's exciting. So you guys can look forward to that. So go check that out. And he's from England. Yeah. And he wanted to interview us. Well, what fun. That was lovely. Check out yes. Pods Like Us. And I'm sure it'll be lovely. Speaking of entertainment, what have you been doing for entertainment lately? Depends on what kind of entertainment. Well, I know you've been hitting up the Bridgerton. Well, you know I love my smut. So we have Bridgerton. I was on Rain for a little bit. Then I reinvested in Outlander because it was available on Netflix. And I get so invested in the characters and I binge watch like a couple episodes and then fall asleep on the couch and then rewatch half of the episodes. Now that's the one about the time traveling uh, lady that cheats on her husband. No, but she passes through the stones and her husband's dead now. So everything is fine. Now, I thought she went to the past. She did go to the past, so he hadn't hasn't been born so I guess yet, he's, technically. He's not dead. He just isn't doesn't exist yet. Yes. Yeah. So, like, different zip codes and different time codes yes. are like, you can cheat. Well, she still wears both wedding rings. Oh, well, see, that's, mm. that's so touching. I but I have just gotten into The Great, which is about Catherine the Great. I know. I've always wondered, what makes Catherine the Great? Well, I'm learning in this show, and of course I haven't actually looked up the historical facts, but it sounds as if Catherine brought knowledge and the new age to Russia. So she's like the Prometheus of Russia. Yes, and I guess she married, I think, is his name Peter? Anyway, his father was someone the great... Or was his father Peter the Great? Sounds like you're learning a lot know. from this show. Oh, well, I forgot that part. Anyway, the the actual king of Russia isn't great. And so Catherine is Catherine the Great. That's great. what she's remembered. I don't know. I'm learning. It's just the first season. The woman behind the ideas. <gasps> Yes, a coup of ideas. A coup of ideas? That's what she says. That's what she calls it. Oh, that's great. That's a great tagline. It's cute, right? A coup of ideas. Oh, it's very whimsical. I love it. She's overthrowing the tyranny of the mind. Ooh. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's some sex And talk. at the same time, it's lady smut. Well, you know, I, I want to be on one of these shows. Well, Maisel's one step in that direction. Yeah. Where I get to wear costumes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is series stuff, but Oscar season is coming up. Oscar season is coming up. What are your yes. favorites for this year? Mm. Now, for time, I have to edit out this long pause. <laughs> Have you not watched any films during mm. the pandemic? Did, did it did it did it cross your mind that movies came out during the pandemic? Because it certainly didn't cross my mind. Wonder Woman? Oh, is that your favorite Oscar <laughs> contender this year? I think that was the only movie I was aware that came out. Well, and Mulan. During the pandemic. But Mulan, and Mulan, Mulan yes. was behind a paywall. Right. Right. So we had we watched it when it was off the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Oscars. Right. I don't think anybody has. Where could we have seen these movies? I wonder if they released them, if they found like an old theater. Do you think it was like they majestic it? They found like an old building that used to be a cinema and they just like hooked up a projector and like right. played some of these in right. a back room during the plague and just was like, right. it counts. It, it counts. In a theater. It counts. It was in a theater. The theater may not be running. The no governor pests. shut down all open theaters. So it was, it just. However, they did. Did play it in a cinema, so it counts. I did see uh, one or two of the films. I definitely watched The Trial of the Chicago 7, yes. which Aaron Sorkin wrote mm -hmm. and Sasha Baron Cohen is yep. in it. And it's yep. a marvelous film and I recommend it to everybody. I enjoyed every second of that. And I know that this contradicts my grumble completely, but man, is that... Is this a moment in time that we should relish? <laughs> it is a relish moment, everyone. But what are these other movies? Because what, what have you watched movie-wise this year? I mainly watch all my smut. But normally you see all the Oscar contenders? Normally I see half. Normally you see a couple. Yes. Normally there's a couple in there. When I go to the movies, I want to be entertained. Like I love action movies. I love action yeah. adventure movies. I also like serious movies. However, when it comes to my living room and turning on the television, the first movie that I put on is not going to be a very dark movie about mm ideas yeah. you know like it, yeah it's, the tv usually has the great british bake-off right, right. or bob's burgers on it yes it's just like you know some people say oh if you want to cry watch this movie well that sounds like something i don't want to do yeah <laughs> you know like yeah i'm good i don't want to cry today. it's almost like the film industry is for entertainment yes rather than forcing us to learn a life lesson theater job is to ask questions. What are those And questions? how we feel about things and pose questions, talk about what they just saw. Those, Absolutely. Everything that just happened. Like when, when it comes to Annie Got Your Gun. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, my theater gosh. really forces you to face well, the quintessential societal questions of its day. Off-Broadway does. Off-Broadway is very good about that off-off-Broadway. Well, speaking of off-off-off being so poignant, right? why doesn't off-off-off Hollywood get represented in the Oscars? Mm. Oh, I thought that was the indie film department. Well, isn't that a weird thing that oh. they're produced by the major studios? They're not independent at all. Well. I understand what you're saying, that the idea of an indie film should be two toothpicks put together and the story and the art is what an indie film is opposed to just like a lower budget film. You watched that toothpick documentary that what? I recommended. No. <laughs> no, I did no such thing. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? First one that comes to mind, which just I was obsessed with this movie as a kid. What? Carlito's Way. 
Carlito's Way. Carlito. Now, I don't yes. know this film, but <gasps> that sounds like something that's inappropriate for a young girl. It was. It is was very inappropriate for me to see it when I was a child, but I was obsessed. I saw it in the theater. What was it about? Well, it's about um, Al Pacino plays Carlito, and he was in jail for a period of time because he was a gangster. Anyway, it has beautiful music. The soundtrack's incredible. Carlito struggles with staying good when his whole life he was bad. Ah, you got to watch the movie. It's so good. So, well, And how many Oscars did Carlito's Way earn? You know, I don't think it earned any. Weird how your favorite film didn't make an Oscar. Mm, I see what you're doing here. Do you want to know my favorite film? Yes. Well, I already know. Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh. Yes, Curse of the Black Pearl. And why, Matt? Oh why God. is it it's your the best perfect favorite film? film? It has action. It has adventure. It has Johnny Depp. It has Pirates. magic. It has zombies. It's poignant. It, it has you great outfits. You feel everything about it was absolutely perfect. I don't think it won a single Oscar. You know, it definitely didn't. Johnny Depp is very good. Absolutely. And yes. You, yes, there's no denying that is an incredible film. But what gets nominated for Oscars? La La Land. Oh, well, people I like tap La La dancing Land. on the streets of Laurel Canyon. Like La La Land, I thought was very good. I, I actually liked La La Land a lot. How was Moonlight? Because <sighs> they won Best Picture over La La Land. You're gonna call me out. I didn't see Moonlight. Well, this is what I'm saying. Well, no, I mean I do like those films. I'm interested in those films. Yeah, when you actually put them on. Well, when I put them on, or if I want to be in them, for sure. <laughs> But it's interesting, though, that like casting directors aren't even recognized at the Oscars. And I think that's rude. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, casting directors are the people that filter through and help people decide what they want. As you're puffing up the value of a casting director, you mentioned earlier that you're trying to get cast in films. Yes. Okay. Do you think those two things are related at all? Yes, those are definitely related. Yes. Veronique Hurley can be found at <laughs> VeroniqueHurley.com. I appreciate casting directors. Contact Veronique Hurley at VeroniqueHurley.com. When did the Oscars get really big? When did they get big? Yeah. I think the statue's been about a foot tall the entire time. No, not the actual Oscar. The Oscars. Haven't they always been big? Well, I don't know. What is your Oscar speech for when you win an Oscar? You know, I've thought about this. That inspirational speech. Oh, I haven't thought about that part. Yeah. I've only thought about who I would thank. What is your Meryl Streep inspirational speech? Weed through the turkeys. Weed through the turkeys. Weed that, through the turkeys. It's such a poignant and vague <laughs> inspiration. What do you mean by weed through the turkeys? Well, not every turkey can fly. No, as a matter of fact, some would argue no turkeys can no fly. No turkeys can fly. Yeah, very poignant. <laughs> I think that I would tell people to, to keep dreaming, but dreams are only dreams if you don't act. What's your catchphrase in your Oscar-nominated action film about you in a period drama where you're a heroic archer that's about to take down the evil baron that's been oppressing the town? And I don't have a love interest at all. And you don't have a yes. love interest because you're powerful enough by yourself. Exactly. And you raise your sword to his neck and he says, what are you going to do? Kill me? And you say, I'm just going to leave a scar. And he'll say, then I will wear my scar. And you'll say, no, it's not your scar. I bear this burden too. <laughs> It'll be Oscar. 
Oh my god, no! This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labodka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. But she passes through the stones and her husband's dead now, so everything is fine.